Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Suck. I'm so glad you're joining me today. On this podcast, you're going to hear messages that will challenge you to live out the purpose that God has created for you. I will always tell you, you were created on purpose, for a purpose, to impact the kingdom. And that's exactly what you will hear today. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope that you enjoy this evening of refreshment and peace. And I, um, we were talking, and we was going to have a tea party, and I thought about royalty, and, and um, I was like, who can I talk about that's royal in the Bible? And of course, Esther comes to mind, and so I'm like doing all this research on Esther and, you know, all this stuff, and then God's like, I need you to turn over to another chapter in the Bible, though. And so I read this, this chapter, chapter 9 of John, and I'm like, okay, what do these have to do with each other? And then he took me on a journey, and so I'm going to share that with you tonight. And the, if I gave my t- message a title, it would be, There's No Way That Could Happen. Because I think oftentimes we live under this label of, there's no way that could happen. Like maybe somebody else put that label on you, like, there's no way that could ever happen for you. Or we put that label on ourselves. There's no way that God could ever do that for me. There's no way that could ever happen for, for me. But maybe it's about our dreams, our aspirations. Maybe it's even about our health. Or maybe we feel we've gone too far in whatever life choices we've made. It doesn't matter, but there's sometimes the enemy is there to be like, there's no way that that could ever happen. I'm just going to say it right here. That's a lie from the pit of hell because God is bigger than that. I write about these, these types of statements in, in chapter 2 of my book, Forever My Goodness. Um, that chapter is called For, uh, My Goodness is Absolute. And I talk about there's only one absolute in this world, and that is Jesus Christ. He is our absolute truth. And so when people place statements like, there is no way that could ever happen, that's not true because that's an absolute and there's only one absolute. So as you start to deal with situations in life or maybe you've recognized labels, people have said that can never happen for you. You're like, oh, no, 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 that's an absolute that I reject because I know the absolute truth. I call these things ties that bind us. They are words that begin to wrap around us and weigh us down and tie us up, but we have the authority to break those things and live free. But there comes this reckoning between the no way that could ever happen and what if. They stand face to face. You will come face to face of what if, and then that label of there's no way. They come head to head, and we have a choice to make. What's going to happen after that? I always say you were created on purpose, for a purpose to impact the kingdom. But oftentimes, our kingdom purpose will look Phil, even people will say, there is no way that that can happen. But we know that God specializes, there's no way that can happen. The, the Bible is full of stories where people and the enemy say there's no way that can happen. I mean, I think of Moses. Moses was a drunk and a murderer, and he did some pretty big things. I think of Rahab, who she's my favorite because she was a harlot, and God used her, and she became in the birth, play, birth, birth line, lineage of Jesus, our Savior. I think of Saul, who was persecuting Jews, and God redeemed him, because those were all, there was no way that could happen situations, and God was like, watch me. So today, I want to share a couple stories. Esther out of the Old Testament, a man out of the New Testament, that shows how God takes people and labels, and the ideas 
that there's no way that could happen, and he does what only he can do. You see, sometimes we don't understand how we get to where we are, how we got to the situation, the season we're in. Sometimes it's choices we make. Sometimes it's other variables that get us here, and we're like, whoa, how did this happen? How did we get here? But God's always good to respond. He's always good to meet us there. and He's always good to say, I still have a purpose because I am bigger than there's no way that could happen. There's nothing, there's no label, there's no situation that can mess up the purpose that God has for you. But here's the deal. He's calling. He wants to open the door for our purpose. But we have to be willing to press in and walk through it. Because just on the other side of that door, when that, just like that door's open back there, he's like, hey, on the other side, there's big things for you. But are you willing to walk through it? Because on the other side of that door is the miracle of shutting up the lie. There's no way that could happen. Sometimes I feel like God's super excited when we like, get to this place where we're like, oh, there's no way that could happen. Because then he's like, there, that's where I work. Because then that when we release that, we're like, I don't know how this is going to ever happen. And we release it. He's like, oh, I get to show up big time. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to show up big time in your life because he wants to show you that he can do anything. In our weakness, that's when he is strong. So we just keep pressing in to his faithfulness through the open door because on the other side of that open door, there is a miracle that proves he can do anything. So my two stories today are very different. One's about Queen Esther. One's about another man. The ties, the, by, the, the, the words that kind of tie them together is both of them lived and there's no way that that could happen. Esther was an orphan girl. The other was a child of sin. Both had harsh labels put on them. And they were both put in a place that they needed God to show up and do a miracle so they could live out their purpose. I don't know about you, but I've been in some tough places where I needed God to show up big time or I would have never been standing right here. Because the enemy tried to take me out a few times. I'm certain he's probably tried to take you out. We needed God to show up big time so that we could live out our purpose. Esther, like I said, she was an orphan. I don't know how many people knew that, but she was an orphan. We often hear about Queen Esther, but she was an orphan. She was raised by her cousin Mordecai. She was, they were, a lot of Jews were in exile where, where they were living. They were in exile, and she became queen. We love to talk about Esther and her rise to royalty. There's a man in John chapter 9. He was a man who was born blind. We don't know his name. We just know he's the man that was born blind. What's really unique about him is that while Jesus had healed blind people, other people had been healed of being blind, but no one had ever been healed of being blind since birth. This miracle set Jesus apart. But this, this gentleman, or we don't know how old he is, he was blind since birth, and that labeled him a child of sin. Like, he was born into some, like, terrible sin. Their, their Judean leaders were like, did you sin or did your parents sin? Who sinned? And surely something, somebody terrible did something awful because why would you be born with such a, with blindness, right? So there was a heavy label on him, and she was an orphan in exile. They were both faced with there's no way that could happen situations, yet God came through with both and stepped and allowed them to step into their purpose and make a kingdom impact. 
once their miracle came through, it removed that label of, of um, they removed that label of, there's no way that could happen. They were, they were there. They had stepped into their purpose. She had stepped into her purpose of royalty, and he had stepped into the freedom and purpose of being healed from his blindness. But what happens on the other side of us stepping into our purpose, God has a purpose for each one of us, and he opens the door, and we get to step into it. But what happens on the other side of that purpose is a choice. They had the choice to decide whether they were going to allow the purpose to make the impact it was created to make. There's a weighty responsibility with our purpose. We want the, to see the miracle of there's no way that could happen. And I want you to experience that. I want you to experience the purpose and this high moment of there's no way that could happen and God delivers and he makes it happen. But on the other side of that miracle is a weighty responsibility. I don't want to sit here and talk about purpose all day long and not tell you that there's a responsibility with your purpose. Esther and this man had a choice to either own it or back down from it. We have a choice to own it or back down from it. We hear this phrase often tied with Esther. It says, um, Mordecai tells her, and it's a really great phrase, phrase, Mordecai tells Esther, perhaps you were created for such a time as this. We hear this, we'll see it on signs, and people are like, perhaps I was created for such a time as this. Yes, you were, you're here right now, you were created on purpose for a purpose to impact the kingdom. For this day, this very moment, yes, you were created for a time as this, so own it. Live in it, walk in it. That man was created for a moment, and he lived in it, and he owned it. Esther lived in it, and she owned her moment. She was created to own that moment and save an entire people. He was created for a moment to testify that Jesus was the true Messiah. But there's a phrase that Esther says that sometimes I think we might want to back away from. She does contemplate what Mordecai says and is like, yes, I was created for this moment and I'm going to own it. But she had to come to terms with something. She had to come to terms with the other phrase that's pretty popular, if I perish, I perish. She had a purpose, but with that purpose, there was a weighty responsibility. She had to come to terms with, if I perish, I perish. She had to come to grips with, no matter what, moving forward, she was going to live out her purpose, even if it meant death. It was worth it to walk in her purpose. When we when God opens the door and removes the label of there's no way that can happen and we live in our purpose, there we have to come to terms that we might lose some friends, that we might face a little bit of persecution or a lot. We have to come to terms with whatever has to perish in our life so that we can live out what God's called us to be. We have to let it die. The blind man had to come to similar terms. The poor guy probably just wanted to go out and explore a little bit. He had never seen anything in his entire life. He had only touched things and smelled things, but he had never seen anything. And he is healed, and then he has the Judean leaders and the Pharisees scolding him. Bless his poor man's heart. He probably just wanted to go see some trees and touch his mother's face. I don't know. Like, go look and see what colors her eyes were. 
That's where my mind goes when I read the Bible. I'm like, poor guy. Like, let him go look at a flower or something. Instead, he's being quizzed by the Judean leaders and the Pharisees. They're breathing down his neck, and he didn't know what kind of persecution he was going to face. We know that his parents were afraid because the Judean leaders went to his parents and were like, who did this? Was it that guy over there? And they're like, I don't know, our son, go ask him. They were scared to death. But he stepped into his purpose, and then he owned what Esther had said many years ago, if I perish, I perish. He didn't say it out loud, but he had to have owned that because they were breathing down his neck, and he was there to own the moment of testifying that Jesus was the true Messiah because there were people's lives depending on him testifying to this miracle. There's people in this world depending on you and I to not just walk in our purpose, but to own it no matter the cost, to live it no matter the, risk, the, the cost, because there are people that need us to testify that Jesus is the true Messiah. Girls, if y'all want to come up. It's incredible to experience God move and flip the script of there's no way that can ever happen. But it's time that once that label is removed, it's time for us to walk in no matter what happens. You've been created with a purpose, on purpose. No matter what label has been placed on you, he wants to tear that label down. He wants to remove it and say, look at how big I am and how good and faithful I am. I have something so much better in store for you. And he wants you to walk in that because on the other side, there's a weighty responsibility. Don't be scared of it. Own it. Own this moment. It's your moment. Own it. Go out in the world and be like, hey, I'm here. Let me tell you about my friend Jesus. Own the moment. And whatever happens, if I perish, if I perish, whatever we have to let go of, let it go. Because there's nothing else worth shining his I mean, we have to let go of everything because there's nothing else worth it. Only him. Don't be afraid to say, if I perish, I perish. Times are going to get tough. I'm just going to warn you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We might face some persecution. We might face losing some friends and people breathing down our necks like the Judean leaders. But you have to come to terms where you were created for this moment. In this moment, there is purpose own your moment, own your purpose, because there are people depending on it. There was an entire nation, an entire people depending on Esther owning her moment. Coming to terms with, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to save the people. There were people depending on that blind man to say, yes, I was blind, but now I see. I don't know what, but nobody's ever been able to do that. He must be the Messiah. People needed to know that he was the true Messiah. He was created to, know, to own that moment. We need to own our moment because there are people watching and they need us to testify to his good name, his, the great name of Jesus, so that they can know he is the true Messiah. So here's the question. Are you still holding on to the label that there's no way that could happen? I get it. I've been there. There's no, I, I've been there where 
I felt there's no way that I could ever come out of this. There's no way I could ever be completely free, completely whole. But he didn't. We have to be willing to surrender so that in our, our weakness, he becomes strong. Are you willing to let go of that label so you can embrace and own your moment? Are you willing to lay it on the line and say, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to own the moment I was created for? It's getting real, real quick. There's no time to mess around. Time's coming to an end. People need us to step into our purpose own the moment and point them to the only one that can save them, the only one that can bring freedom, the only one that can bring peace, the only one that can bring true joy to their lives. People are depending on you and I. Fear holds us back often. Fear of failure, fear of man, fear of the unknown. But we know the God who knows everything that created every man. And if we follow in his purpose, there is no failure. There is no failure. Let go of the label and embrace and own the moment you were created for. People are depending on it. They're going to sing. And as you see, as we sing and we worship in closing, I encourage you just to take some, say, take some time and pray and reflect and say, am I holding on to some labels that I need to let go of? Um, is fear holding me back from owning my purpose and my moment? Maybe you need to contemplate and ask, am I willing to say, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to do whatever it is to save those who need saving, to reach them. Thanks for joining me on the Flourish podcast. You can find more information about Flourish Gathering at flourishgathering.co or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so you don't miss another episode.